Studio. Well, Talking Point continues with me, Jamil, and as you know, I'm going to be with you until nine this evening. Now, I've been harping on United Against Corruption, and Nadia Mir KwaZulu Natal coordinator joins us online now. Nadia, salam alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam, and good evening to all your listeners. Shukran very much. You know, I was saying to our listeners, and I'm certain they're just, uh, just as aware as we in the media are of corruption. It's not only local, and it's not only up there in the echelons of power. It seems to be all over, and the example is not being said. In fact, sometimes it becomes depressing if you listen to news bulletins and you hear a couple of million has gone down the drain, and there were some dirty fingers and some backslapping. But tell us more about the United Against uh, Corruption campaign, your aims and objectives, Nadia. Well, um, it's a call from civil society and uh, some of the trade union organizations and various faith-based organizations to have come, who have come together and essentially laid down the gauntlet and said enough is enough, we need to fight against this corruption that's plaguing our country. And so essentially it is to express our outrage as South African citizens at the unacceptable levels of corruption in our country and its impact on all sectors of life here. I mean, money that uh, is getting wasted, run into the billions, and it deeply impacts on service delivery and our, our ability of uh, South Africans to leave, uh, lead meaningful lives and are uh, of a decent standard. So we, uh, we have been saying that this, this issue of corruption, instead of only just complaining about it, writing letters to the editor, um, you know, we need to do something more proactive and so there has been a call made for people to note down what the core issues are. And these have been collated through the various organizations. And the call was made to individuals to input as, uh, as they would like to see the issues that need to be on a draft memorandum. And this is to be finalized by tomorrow morning and will be submitted uh, at the marches. Okay, beautiful. In fact, talking about the marches, I've mentioned the date here. As I say, um, I've heard about the United Against Corruption campaign um, in the past, local past, and uh, but really didn't get my head around it, where it is, what it happened, you know. So the marches, I believe the one is to the Union Building in Pretoria, and then one uh, at Parliament in Cape Town. Are they all, uh, does it all happen on the same day? No, it's all happening on Wednesday. Okay, that's this coming yeah. Wednesday. This Wednesday, and in Cape Town, uh, let me first refer everyone to the to the site, uh, to the website and Facebook page. If you don't get all the information that I outline now, it's the the campaign is called Unite Against Corruption. And the website is www.uniteagainstcorruption.co.za. All maps and various details, including details on transport, the free trains, uh, details, logistical details like that, will be uploaded. And they're also on the Facebook page, which is also called Unite Against Corruption. Mm-hmm. But essentially... The protest will will start at around the, in Cape Town. Will start 
uh, at around 11 o'clock. And participants are to start from uh, Kaisergracht. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, yeah. Spot on Kaisergracht, okay. And uh, proceed down Darling Street. That's the route. To, uh, will then turn into Adderley Street. They take a left into Spin Bureau Street. Mm-hmm. And then turn right again to Plain Street and pass Parliament. So that that that's kind of the route mm. um, that will be taken. I get the feeling the feeling that, um, as far as my memory serves me, this is the first time that we are going to have a march to the union buildings and to Parliament, and this is to make our displeasure felt at corruption. Uh, others might ask, okay, now why is this important? On the legal rec- isn't there legal recourse? Well, they certainly are, and there are a number of civil society organizations that have been doing it. Among these are organizations like Corruption Watch, for example, mm. um, you know, that do take on specific issues. There's also a campaign to protect our public protector's office, because she has had a hard time, you know, in, in uh, with oh, yes. the investigations that she's been carrying out. So there is a whole range of different organizations that have been involved. Uh, some of them that may come to mind is six, uh, Section 27, for example, mm. uh, that have been involved uh, on lots of legal issues surrounding Marikana and the mining uh, industry. Okay, now, if we look at again at corruption, I don't know, can I um, put uh, corruption and collusion in the same head? <laughs> oh, definitely. I, I think that it's as much a problem with those that are corrupt as it is with those that remain silent and benefit. Mm. I'm thinking you know? especially... Uh, it is an incredibly difficult thing. I, I'm working predominantly as a coordinator with the art sector. And for artists that depend on government funding or for contracts, you know, on projects, um, if they are whistleblowers, and they're often not going to, to be getting those contracts anymore, and it so in, impacts their livelihoods. So it is uh, really, uh, uh, you know, quite a significant thing to get people that, that are prepared to make the sacrifices and take the stands that they have done. And if we look at the art sector in particular, um, you know, it, it, the, the outpouring has been wonderful. In the first week that we announced the campaign to artists, more than 700 individual artists, uh, and we now are sitting at just under 200 arts and culture organizations, immediately endorsed the Unite Against Corruption campaign. High-profile people uh, like Peter Dirk Ace, for example, oh, yes. Jay Pastor, mm. uh, you know, Charlene, uh, Charlene Surti Richards, you know, um, have all come on board. Yeah, so, uh, as well as very young artists like... Um, uh, you know, young street artists, if you go up to our page, which is the KZN page called United Against Corruption KZN, uh, we have posted some of the actions and activities that our young artists have been doing. They've taken to the streets in what we're calling guerrilla style theatre and going out to the people, performing and spreading the message. 
So in addition to these two national marches, there will be actions in various other places, including Durban. There's an activity in Grahamstown and several other smaller places. Mm. Well, I'm saying collusion because uh, for me living in Cape Town, a typical one would be what happened with the Cape Town Stadium and all those construction and major construction companies, how they colluded. And we know at the end of the day, also, that's taxpayers' money that uh, um, you know has got the building standing and is still contributing to, towards it. And this is why I felt strongly that collusion, uh, what we would call white-collar crime, is just as bad, in fact, if not worse. But, Nadia, why do you think that corruption has become an acceptable norm? It seems to become have become an acceptable norm. I think it starts from the top. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Um, We've allowed it to become that way. I mean, we need to start as Muslims, start looking at ourselves and our own behavior, although we complain about everyone else. How many of us would be happy to just pay a policeman a bribe Mm. instead of getting a ticket? Certainly, I think that, that, that's spot on there. But it's, as you say, you know, the fish rots We are there. part of the problem, so we need to do a little bit of reflection ourselves. Uh, but yes, uh, it's totally unacceptable when public resources uh, get squandered in the way that they do. And we're having this rising systemic problem with service delivery and rising protests because people are just certainly unhappy. We've had now 21 years into the new dispensation, and there should be, you know, better service delivery. But uh, unfortunately, this is being hampered. No, certainly. In fact, later on, I'm going to be speaking to an organization. Their aim is to upgrade our informal settlements. Now, if you talk about informal settlements, talk to me, because I visit quite a lot of them. But here we're talking about corruption Millions and billions going down, or into the ending up in the wrong pockets, and uh, we we start, you know, start imagining what that money could have done. Uh, now, uh, with the march itself, I'm, I'm certain there's a message. Um, how do we? Okay, the march is there to highlight the the the, the evil. I'm going to call it the evil. Um, but what would you suggest? What should be the first steps to address it? Well, yes, we are going to be saying no. We're definitely going to be saying no to corruption and no to specific things that are happening around the corruption. But the very important part of it was also to say what we do want. You know, it's one thing to protest what we don't want, but we've got to say what we do. So, you know, if you look at the document and it's all up online, it's quite uh, significant. Um, we're, We're talking about... Uh, essentially, just, uh, the, the memorandum says what corruption does. It steals from public coffers. It denies uh, learners' textbooks and uh, provides for fraudulent tenders, for example, and it breeds a culture of intimidation uh, of individuals and workers that may want to report these. So we're looking at all these uh, various aspects, and then we're also talking about what we do want in terms of protecting honest whistleblowers, how we do want agencies that can document, um, uh, and especially the Office of the uh, Public Protector, to to be more resourced to undertake the investigations that are required. 
Certainly, you mentioned the public protector earlier on, and uh, one of the SMSs that came through, um, are we only looking at corruption at government's level because it certainly stings to eye heaven there. And I'm, th- I'm thinking the what you are saying here to, to us this evening, no, corruption in general, yes. The fish starts mm. rotting from the well, top. Well, who is corrupting the government? Mm. It's business people. Exactly. I mean, in terms of the tenders and things like that, if you're looking at that, who, who is? We're also looking at serious issues in terms of, you know, uh, transparency and, uh, you know, with political campaigns and the political parties to release information on who is funding them. Because, you know, uh, whoever pays um, for the funding of the campaigns obviously can exert some influence. And I I imagine, uh, I don't know if it was ever resolved, there was the arms deal and and the billions that were spent there. Wow. I don't think they were... Yeah, and uh, and we have the next bigger one, way, way bigger than that one, which is over a trillion rand, where the government has uh, uh, committed to a nuclear energy uh, plan that we certainly cannot afford. It's been done quite secretively. There isn't a lot of information on this now, yet it was announced that from next month, uh, tenders would be out. Tender information would be out for service providers that would do the nuclear build. So for us, that was one of the primary um, uh, campaigns that we're running, anti-nuclear, um, especially since the proposed site in Durban is our old airport, which has is closely, uh, you know, situated uh, very closely to the the chemical industries, and the potential for spillage and uh, you know disasters are huge. No, I know uh, we, we've been trying to get hold of Mike van Graan, um, and I believe he is the executive director of the African Arts Institute. Um, I, I just want to go over that again and, and then again ask you also to share with us the dates and all of that. Am I getting it? It's not only the the African Arts Institute. Are there, there are other organizations as well? Oh, there's a huge number. Mike, um, Mike Panakhan is coordinating Cape Town's Artists Against, uh, Artists United Against Corruption. Uh, so, and I am doing that for, uh, KZN. But there is a national steering committee that is made up of a number of different, uh, civil society organizations and unions that are involved in Cape Town and nationally on the National Steering Committee. Okay, so the first one, I, I want to go back to what happens on the 30th of September. We said that's this coming Wednesday, uh, locally here Cape Town, 11 a.m. Uh, I would urge those who intend to be part of that march to Parliament to be there a little earlier. Um, at 11 a.m. it's Kaisergracht. I think that's that's normally where marches do take place from Kaisergracht and when they go up to Parliament and the route that you've mentioned there. Just give me those websites again, Nadia. It's uniteagainstcorruption.co.za. Got that. And the Facebook page is Unite Against Corruption. Okay, and I have got that one. Yes, so all the transport arrangements and things, you know, the schedules and details, logistic details are on those sites. It's Mm -hmm. quite a lot to go through, so it's best if... uh, 
you know, people just go up there. Mm. Okay, so the, uh, the march is going to be to the union buildings in Pretoria and then locally at Cape Town it's going to be to Parliament. Um, uh, we mentioned KwaZulu-Natal and we mentioned Cape Town. What about uh, Joburg? Organizations from there also coming down? Uh, no. In Johannesburg, people will march to Pretoria, to the Union Building. Okay. Um, KZN, we are actually traveling through tomorrow morning uh, with young poets that will be performing uh, at the Union Building. Okay, Nadia, I've got to leave it. I've got okay. to leave it. Everything of the very best. Success with us. We'll monitor it, touch base with you again after the march. Get Yusuf to touch base with you again. But for this evening, I say shukran very much. Every success to you, and I say to you, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Uh, wa alaikum assalam. Thank okay, that, you. That's Nadia Mirde, the KwaZulu Natal coordinator for Unite Against Corruption.